When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet original podcast. Trying to get the right amount of vitamins into our kids can be a struggle, right? I mean, what is it? Like, the kids, all they ever want to eat is, like, just beige this, beige that. If I have to see another chicken nugget and chips in my <laughs> That's life... That's the nutrients. Yeah, exactly. Nutritious. Exactly. That's, honestly, and the nutrition that you accompany that beigeness with always gets thrown on the floor. Like, if Jackson throws another piece of broccoli on the floor, I don't know how many times I've cooked a full plate of peas just for them to be poured into the bin. It's impossible <laughs> to get vitamins inside him. <laughs> Well, that's where Nature's Aid mini drops come in. They're suitable from zero all the way to five years old. They're the fuss-free way to give your child a helping hand. And all you have to do is drop a few drops of it into whatever food or drink they're having. So, you know, no artificial colours, there's no added sugar, they're lactose and gluten-free, everything. What, so you can just chuck it in beans? Like in, beans on toast? Whatever. What? Beans on toast, bit of uh, spaghetti bolognese. All right, well, it's a solve it for me, though. How do I drop it on to chicken nuggets and chips? Because uh, you can. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you just put well, it on. Yeah, you just drop it you on. You just drop or, it on. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they dip it in ketchup, don't they? What? No. no. You could just drop put- it into the ketchup, couldn't you? <laughs> Uh, give it a little mix Spot up on. or the mayonnaise whatever, whatever they're dipping it in drop, so, drop, drop it into the condiment <laughs> yeah you drop it into anything nice. it's, it's that easy what you're so, saying um, you're saying it complements condiments with vitamins <laughs> oh yes that's <laughs> and it's easy this works for me there, there's a tagline nature's aid if you haven't got one yet <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to sign off with their actual one. (laughs) Helping your little ones thrive with mini drops from Nature's Aid. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. Hello, this is Loose Dads. It's another episode of Four Blokes sitting around having a chat and generally just, you know, we call it chewing the fat, don't we? That's what it would say in the write-up in the Radio Times. If we ever got in the Radio Times, we'd say, (laughs) four guys take a sideways look at the news and chew the fat. And that is what we have listed. Hello to Connor. Who says, evening, fellas, already. Because we live stream this, by the way. You might be getting this off Spotify or Apple Podcasts or the googly one. And you might be going, what? How could they get messages? This isn't live? Well, it is on a Tuesday night, 8.30. We live stream uh, on like the Dad's Net channels and our Loose Dad's uh, podcast group and all of that. So make sure you join in one time. I should introduce you to the panel for tonight. And uh, this is the week where we celebrated Yorkshire Day. I'm sure you all celebrated Yorkshire Day in your own particular ways. Oh, yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't forget that momentous occasion. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what I did today. I mean, we're uh, we're recording this on Yorkshire Boxing Day. So, uh, I mean, you know, still some of the excitement to be had. 
Uh, I will introduce the panel because of this in terms of the Yorkshire place that they would be. Now, Jack, you are a man who prides himself on his culinary talents, yes? Yes, yeah, I'm a, I'm a great chef. Okay, well, you would be Great Fry Up then, which is a place up in the Yorkshire Moors, not too far from nice. Whitby. Okay, yeah, I'd like to think my, my skills are a bit, bit more than that. Okay, well, you know, uh, we'll see. Um, we've also got uh, Sparky here. Now, Sparky, uh, you had an upset stomach a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you like. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I mean, are we sharing that still? Uh, uh, say, yeah. um, well, then you'd be Slack Bottom, which is near Hebden Bridge. Oh, and it was ever so slack, um, to be fair. <laughs> and, and you should be glad that I went for that one because there's a place called Liversidge near called Little Town. And I was going to go for that. Oh. And I decided oh, against it. Uh, thank you, mate. Thank you. <laughs> And Brad, um, given what Brad tried to do hours after a vasectomy, he'd be that famous Castleford landmark, Ticklecock Bridge. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Had to be Brad. Yeah. Oh, well, well, hold on, though, Jim. Uh, for those uh, that have only recently joined uh, the podcast listenership, why don't you um, explain the story <laughs> since you brought it up? Okay, I will do. Uh, Brad had a vasectomy. And Brad decided that despite the massive amount of doctor's advice saying, please, please do not use your weapon <laughs> for a little bit, Brad, unsurprisingly, if you've heard this podcast at all, thought he knew better than the doctors. He gave it a little <laughs> ticklecock bridge. And would you like to explain the pain? I didn't cross over. I did not cross over that bridge. That's for sure. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think there are real words to describe the pain and the agony. Uh, but I guess having your balls squeeze through the eye of a needle oh, no. would probably be about right. Oh. The same thing's happening when you first told the story. I'm getting a stomachache like someone <laughs> smashed me in the balls. I don't know why, Brad. Yeah. I, oh, I just, oh. You know, I haven't brought this to the news, but earlier on I watched a video um, said they cut their own testicles. And what the whole video like, was you watching? 30 cents of the video. Like, an interview where somebody cut their balls off. <laughs> well, but I got about you know, 30 seconds into the video and it was too painful physically for me to watch. Okay. So, um, well, this so I never to the bottom of it. This is the best start to a loose dad's episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Um, anyway, uh, moving on, I'd be the uh, tiny village of friendly near Halifax. That's oh. what I would be. Rightly yes, so, nice. Jim. Rightly yes. so. Yes. Yes. And and as a collective, you lot would all be whores. <laughs> whores. It's a place in the Yorkshire Dales. Whores. H a w e s. It's where the Wensleydale Creamery is. I just think of lovely things. Oh, I think of you. Right. Whores, okay. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah nice, nice. Should we play a game? Let's a play a game. game Let's play a game. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. No, hold on. Say it again. Let's play a game. Is that not happening? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's G 
It's done. Uh, every week we uh, get together. And yeah. so my signal <laughs> is a little bit out. So when you say let's play a game, ah. I may be a little late. And I may your sentence because I didn't realise you'd started. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't technology great, guys? <laughs> anyway, we're doing it. We're here. We're all alive, I think. People are saying Lancashire is better than Yorkshire. Connor, you're wrong. Absolutely. Let's move on. Should we get on with the game? We'll do this thing. Uh, So what we do, play a game. It's a game that we've invented, a game that we've stolen, a game that we used to play, a game that we've played for the last few weeks. And that's the case with this one. Uh, What we're doing is we are playing Parenting Would You Rather. I ask a would you rather question to do with parenting and uh, the panel suggests their answers. Uh, So would you rather never have to wash up again or never have to do the laundry again. What would you rather do? Never have to wash up again, never have to do the laundry again. Brad, what's it for you? Uh, never have to do the laundry again because since we had the renovations, I'm not sure if you guys remember this, uh, I had some renovations. Really? You've had renovations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we got a dishwasher and that completely killed all arguments about washing up and now it's just all about the laundry and if i never have to do laundry again in my life i'm more than happy for that yes yeah, it's, it's the worst when you've got kids as well and kids oh. wear how do kids wear about 15 outfits in a day and then also on the flip of that they'll wear one pair of items for like 25 <laughs> consecutive days even though you're like I think you need to change out of that. It's time to change out. And they're like, nah. It's it's growing into your skin. It's becoming one with you. I think you need to change. As I say, we're away at the moment. And so we're living out of a suitcase. And um, the kids are just going up and helping themselves to change of clothes. They'll they'll get out of their swim swimsuits, go up and put completely fresh clothes completely fresh clothes on i'm like guys <laughs> you're gonna use them all up <laughs> Go easy, yeah. the washing machine here chill out well my um my parents took away our kids last week for a few days and we facetimed them two days oh, like social in, services yeah they did they uh, they made that decision they, put, they pulled the kids away they took them away yeah. We, we rid ourselves of the kids and two days into it we facetimed them and my daughter was walking around in the middle of the day in one of her pajama tops and i was like have you really have you run out of clothes this quickly i'm sure i supervised the packing <laughs> <laughs> she's gone to nanny like oh no i wear this all that this is what i wear nanny like yeah oh, okay if you should sure. but it's but but you know what it's like though also like the grandparents are so chilled about everything they wouldn't care if your kid uh didn't brush their teeth until 7 p.m. and mm-hmm. only went to bed at God knows what time, ate sweets for breakfast, because uh, they get that joy of just palming them back off onto us, you know? It's your problem. And then we have to deal with that. Yeah, then it's the, we have to try and <laughs> pull, rein that all back in. Yeah, yeah we've, we've dealt with the exhaustion the last few days. We really have. Uh, so, Sparky, so you'd, you'd never oh. have to do the washing up or you never have to do the laundry again. Which one is it? 
Yeah, I think it would have to be laundry because it's like, I, I don't mind doing the laundry, but it's definitely not as enjoyable as doing the washing up. Like if you've got to do one of them, sometimes like if you can be in the kitchen, get 15 minutes quiet doing the washing up on your own, <laughs> you, you know, whack a podcast on, get the music on, like that's good. But the laundry can catch you off guard is exactly what you said. Like if it's a load with all of Jackson stuff in, like you can fit a lot of children's clothes in one load, which takes ages to put on the error. Whereas like, if it's just a load of mine and SJ's clothes, yeah. you can hang it out in two minutes. And it's like, guess what one I always volunteer <laughs> by mistake. To, oh, I'll do- oh, no, it's like, But also like, like you said, yeah, like you're saying though, what, what about like, if you're one of those people that are like really stringent and strict about, oh no, got to make sure we're only putting a hundred percent cottons into this wash and we're putting up the synthetics here. Like I've got like, I don't think I actually genuinely understand 99% of the options on my washing machine. Yeah. Oh no, no. It's like hieroglyphics, isn't it? It doesn't make sense to us. I just go for the I'm one washing that I'm, machine I'm cut Bluetooth. Wow, you got a smart one. But I don't know how, what, or why. Like, all I know <laughs> is that sounds you can good. connect to it. Yeah, got a Bluetooth washing machine. I don't know, but it's Bluetooth. <laughs> so, um, so what that is, it's just handy that like um, when you're on the train coming back in from somewhere that you could start your washing machine without any clothes in it. Hmm. Useful. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but, but just to warm it up a little bit. Let it get, yeah, get it going. Yeah. See how it yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But like I was saying, you only need to know like three settings max on your washing machine. It's spin, rinse, and then what the main load is, you know, which doesn't oh, wash. Yeah, no, like, yeah, <laughs> wash, do wash. it. Like, just, I, I still, I love it. It's one of my favorite stand-up gags, but does anybody pre-wash their wash? Like, <laughs> like what does that do? It's like, oh, I just, you know, before I wash these clothes, I better give them a little pre-wash. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Uh, <laughs> there we go. Lee, Lee does my two, my two modes. Quick wash, normal wash. That's it. Yeah. And that's yeah. and that's how and that's how Jack likes it in the sack too. <laughs> Quick and normal. Quick and normal. Sack. Or as Connor says, mixed and uh, what was the other one? And spin. spin. Oh, you like mixed. spinning? Huh? Mixed and spin. Like, the extra spin though is is a brilliant life hack. Like always do an extra spin before you take it out. And We're talking about the washing dries. again now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, he's putting his washing on for a cycle and a spin. Someone's doing all right in a cost of living crisis, aren't they? <laughs> Ten minute spin, Jim. Ten minute spin, and think of the money I'm saving by not having to put it in a tumble dryer. You're welcome. I still love this plan. <laughs> uh, would you? rather be trapped in a room with a teething baby or a moody teenager teething baby moody teenager jack which one are you going for um so i guess a moody teenager would just sit on their phone and not interact with you and you don't have to do anything whereas a teething baby you you are powerless to do anything you know you you might rub something on their gums or give them give them something but you just feel like this guilt that you can't get your baby out of their pain Whereas with a moody teenager, you can just sort of go, ah, fuck them. Yeah, if I was going to be in with the 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 teething baby, I would need like a lifetime supply of Ambersol liquid in there. Mm. That was, I've, I own part of the Ambersol company, I think now, yeah. after how much we paid for out for that liquid during our kids' teething, which seemed to last, I mean, well, they're five Forever. and eight now. So 13 years in total, basically. What's that, Jim? <laughs> I, 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 we didn't come across Ambersol. What's that? 
Oh, it's just it's it's um it's like just some liquid you put on. It just numbs their gums a little bit. Jim, are you thinking of anusol? Anusol? No, that is something very different. <laughs> Don't put that on your mouth. Wrong end. That's <laughs> <laughs> net. Do not support putting anusol on your baby's gums. <laughs> just make that clear. <laughs> yeah, please. If you're if you're short-sighted, ask the chemist. Ask the chemist. They will do it for you. Don't risk it. Uh, right, Brad, moody teen, teething baby. Oh, gosh. I, I, I would probably go for the teething baby. Crazy. Uh, no, well, the <laughs> thing is, like, yeah, te- teething... Like, we never really had much of an issue with the boys and teething. They weren't, like, really moody or anything like that. Um, so I didn't really get the horrible end of that whole experience. Um, but, like, we're kind of going in with, like, Logan and sort of, like, the beginning of teenage years. And I thought when he was a baby, he was less of a dick. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so I would probably go with... The baby, because at least, you know what, I could probably get the baby to sleep for a good few hours, whereas <laughs> the moody teenager, I've got to try and converse with at some point. And, but do you? Mm, do you? Yeah, because at some point he's going to say, I'm hungry. And you're going to say, what do you feel like? I don't know. Well, why don't you know? I'm just hungry. No. no. Well, just go, go help yourself, to, go help yeah, yourself just, to something out of the fridge. Like trapped Jim. in a room. How yeah, you're oh, trapped yeah. in a room, dude. Well, <laughs> I'm assuming this room has everything you need. Well, I don't know. I've not thought that far into it. <laughs> and how long are you trapped for? Six years. Oh, no, okay. let's say let's say two days. No. Hmm. Yeah, oh, no, Mooney Moody, Moody team then, because at least they could they could probably crap in their hands and throw it out the window. Yeah, you'll get some sleep as well, won't you? Because, like, I imagine the moody teen will sleep for a while. Yeah, the but even baby probably won't. <laughs> but could you imagine being stuck in a room with with baby crap and you can't escape? Oh, no. No. You see, I know, but I'm what a, a sentence I ne- like. I didn't think I'd hear. At least the teen can crap in their hands. Wow. We really cover a lot. We do cover a lot in this podcast. <laughs> See, with me, I just think I might go for the baby because although my kids' teething was absolutely horrendous, it's the fear of the unknown. I don't know if the teenage years are going to be worse. Right? My kids have got a lot better and they're a lot more fun now, but they're still quite a way off teenage years, so I don't know. <laughs> at least I know where I am with a teething baby, crying in a corner, but at least I know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, and last one, quick one, this one. Would you rather your partner kicked you in the crotch once or your kids had 10 shots? each easier for sparky he's only got one so he's only getting 10 kicks the rest of us are getting 20 well i'm getting them without request at the moment because jazz has got to the age where it's like oh yeah there's a crutch daddy's crutch let's jump on it oh um so i mean yeah i guess through default through no choice of my own i'm getting about yeah 10 kicks to the crutch from my son luckily he's only two he's not got the velocity i think sj could have when i wind her up (laughs) yeah Um, now i've got two kids and you know so that's suddenly 20 shots to the crutch i think i'd go for just the one from danny right i mean she's a strong woman 
because uh, it's strong her birthday this week and you've looked after it. Is that why she thinks you'll do a delicate one at this point of the month? Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but she is quite competitive, so you know, I don't know if that would play into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what you don't know, she's been down at the gym, you know, with that whole... Um, all the bangs Leg press. Oh. <laughs> so she comes up, dude, she's wound in her... Bam, take this! <laughs> So then, uh, Brad, what, what are you going for? The one um, from your partner, 10 from your kids? Going from my kids, dude. Going from my kids because, you know what? I've spent a good few years. I'm accustomed to that level of pain. <laughs> I've built up the resilience. I think, you know, I'm there and I'm pretty confident in what's going to be coming my way. Good news. Um, I am concerned because my son's just completed his first year of uh, being in a football team and he has got a lot better at kicking over that last mm. year. So I might just go for the single shot and then have it done with gone and uh, and, and then finish up. So there's Ooh. the definitive answer about being... I don't think it meant to finish up. Well if I if I ever if I ever suffer immense impact to the to the balls, I will give it a go just for this podcast and All to right. let you know. Just yeah. for science. For science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Record, record it for TikTok as well, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lou's Dads from Dad's Nets, and we're gonna look inside the news up next. It's loose dads from Dad's Nets, four blokes having a chat and that. And we're on Patreon because we want you to help us make this podcast keep going. Because we have amazing, amazing listeners and now viewers because we live stream this, as I say, 8.30 on a Tuesday night. And uh, we want to keep doing this because we really like it. It's good. It kind of keeps us out of our other halves' hairs for a while. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's a winner all around, basically. So if, if you're interested in helping us out, there's loads of great rewards that you could get for being a patron. Uh, the address that you need to go to is patreon.com slash loose dads. That's patreon.com slash loose dads and uh if people listen now if they go and sign up won't they get to uh see my geek chat that i was in i was with gonna say yeah. Yeah. i was yeah. gonna say last week was an no, well. epic one because jim joined us because usually it's just jack and brad doing the geek chat extra special episode just for patrons but i got to join in the party because i'm a cool Woo! geek as well hey and, and you got to see me absolutely obliterate metallica Master of Puppets uh, on the acoustic guitar. No, you yeah. smashed it, mate. You smashed it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was, it's well worth watching just for that. But also, if you're a Stranger Things fan, uh, go and have a look because we had a chat about the latest series. There are many, many spoilers. So if you've not seen the end of it, just hang off until you finished it and then come and join in the conversation. Let us know what you yeah. think about that. Nice. Uh, this is Loose Dads. I think it's about time we looked inside the news. It has come home, it has come home, it has come home. Football is on the sofa with its feet up and is very happy to be back. And yes, 
the England women's football team won the European Championships 2022. Uh, they beat um, the Germans 2-1 in extra time. It didn't quite go to penalties. So there's a difference between men's and women's football completely straight away. And uh, <laughs> it was it was amazing. It was great. I mean, I know, Brad and Jack, you're not football guys, are you? You're not really I watched. Uh, not really. You watched? I watched. Hey, I watched. very patriotic of you, Brad. It's um it's only because like this past weekend we went up to um stay with our friends up near Manchester and there was a Man City versus Liverpool game on that we ended up going into like um like a fancy pub and because they're ma- major fans so we sat there and we watched it with and I was kind of like yeah okay it's yeah it's okay. it's okay I mean it's not like something I'll be dropping now every weekend to make sure I'm watching a, a footy game but then we got home on Sunday and we're like oh. The Lionesses are playing the final. Should we give it a watch? And we tuned in. And we watched it. And what a game to choose to watch as well. It's an exciting it was a game to watch. Belter of a game. It was a really good game. We I was quite life. surprised. I was quite surprised how more physical it appears to be for the women than the men, as in like hitting each other, tripping each other, and like. Um, you mean, I mean, Brad, they're better at taking a uh, 50-50 ball situation than some of the divers we've got in men's football, you well, mean? The, the, the one, the one, I mean, like, they header. I mean, do they ever do anything other than header? But then I realised they can't really do the whole chest catch thing, can they? Because, well, that would be quite hey. painful. You know, the, the <laughs> so I was like, yeah, because then they're all doing this and doing that and doing this. So, But no, I, you know what? It, um, it, was, it was actually enjoyable, especially when it got to, like, the second bit of extra time at the end, uh, just before penalties, and we just clopped it in there, and that was brilliant. Wow, that, was mate, brilliant. that was magical because you know, that time, as James already mentioned, we were thinking, Oh no, here we go, not yeah, penalties. penalties, yeah, not penalties to Germany again. Um, but yeah, can I just say what an absolute joy it was to watch England in a final that we won. <laughs> <laughs> Because even that... though even though the men's team have got better recently and don't well or at least performed better in tournaments recently, still not looked like winning that even when they were leading in the Euros final uh, yeah. last time round. But you know this was one where they have absolutely bossed it all the way through the tournament, and uh, it's been great. Jack, have you been tempted to watch at all? Have you been taken up by the hype? No. <laughs> not very no, I mean, dramatic jack come on for me the big news in the sports world is still the kevin durant trade request you know will he get the trade before the start of training camp or not anyway sparky back to you yeah. <laughs> well let's let's just say it. i i'm i'm feeling a little bit more united kingdom patriotic today than jack yeah, look yeah, at you. Yeah. He's the traitor. We'll say yeah. <laughs> South Africa. <Yeah. laughs> like like I, I saw someone say, you know, and you know, we can get into some of the divisiveness of this here. But I saw someone say, but why does it why does it still feel different than if the men had won? I have got people, that exact quote here. Why doesn't it feel as special as if the men's team won? Genuine question. Yeah. And um I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, sorry. I just jumped in and repeated what you said. But yeah, I'd noticed that. It was on one of the Dadsnet forums, wasn't it? And uh, and this bloke just said, basically, yeah, it's great, but I just don't feel as excited. And I think the answer is 
because you weren't invested in it. I mean, for a lot of people in this country and a lot of people, you know, who are fans of football in general, they got well into this tournament. And and for a lot of England fans who were really into it, they would absolutely have uh, have been, you know, the same reaction as this bloke would have had if the men's team had won it. But yeah, and I guess that we can't you can't make everyone feel uh, compelled to like it. And even if they're a football fan, they don't have to like it. But a lot of people have had a very closed-minded attitude towards women's football. Whereas actually, you know, I've watched the last couple of tournaments. I mean, you know, I, I don't watch a lot of international women's football, but I don't watch a lot of international men's football, to be honest. And the last two tournaments have been genuinely exciting, really, really interesting. And England have done well, which always really helps, I think. Yeah, yeah. which is what I, we want. Like, I, I mean, I, but then the only question I'd ask back to that is, does it feel uh, not as good if, you know, like say the Commonwealth Games, Games is on at the moment. I'm loving watching the Commonwealth Games. Like if the women, uh, the woman, a woman won the 100 metre sprint and a bloke won 100 metre sprint, like I'd still but, be just... I think going back to Jim's point, nobody's watching the 100 meter sprint normally, are they? Like, not nobody, but most but people are like, tuning in every Saturday. I don't yeah. know when they even do 100 meter sprints. Yeah, um, but <laughs> you know, they're not tuning in once a week to watch that. So, so yeah, it's the whole, all of it's new. I can yeah, honestly yeah. say that for me, this was just as special as if the men had won it. Yeah. As in, I wouldn't have watched that either. Yeah, England winning. That's what matters. Like, I think, I think it's down to, I think it's down to popularity, and I think it's down to what people are familiar with. Um, you know, like historically, uh, men have dominated for since the beginning of time. Let's be, you know, uh, on football like some you know uh, on tv whatnot and everyone's grown up with their favorite teams and their favorite male players and you know they obviously feel a little bit more of a connection to that but this was a damn big win and i think they did bloody well and i think hopefully what it will come out of it is is to show these people who and a lot of people will have made a decision not to get involved with it because of the gender of the players they're like well i don't like women's football but if yeah. you don't watch it you don't know hopefully this will now tell them actually there is something really good about it and you know the, the level of football is going to be different there were 50 years where it was banned for women to play football <laughs> professionally which yeah, is just ludicrous when you think about it um but yeah if, you, if the only thing you're thinking is oh it's women's football i don't want to watch it then do watch it have a look at it you know because the Premier League is different from Serie A, it's different from yeah. League One, and it's different from the Major League Soccer in America. All of these things are different. It's just another different type of football. It's the same game. It's slightly different, but it's actually really exciting. Jim yeah. said a curse word. What did I say? You said soccer. But it's called Major League Soccer. I know, League I, know, I, know <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know, I um, know. Quick question though, Jack. Uh, just because I know you love you love NBA, uh, do you ever watch the? Is is there like a a, a women's league for NBA and the, the WNBA? And, and, yeah, uh, and do you which which one do you prefer Tradi- traditionally? Uh, is is it the NBA? I, I'm the I'm not invested or? in the I'm not invested in the WNBA. Like I I I don't know the players because you, so. you don't yeah because you don't feel attached to it right I suppose because well but also ready. also it doesn't have the same coverage I I know maybe yeah. two or three yeah. players, um, but it doesn't have the same coverage and I saw a stat actually that said so you know LeBron James like 
one of the most famous players in the world. Yeah. His sal- yeah, exactly. Shit His gone. salary for this year alone is $37 million. The entire WNBA's salary combined this year was $17 million. <laughs> Wow. wow. I thought that was a really interesting stat. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, that comes down to sponsorship and all of those things. Which yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, not yeah, the same. Yeah. And it's the same. It's like, now, for me, it's like, I don't know a lot of the footballers that won it for us. Like, I'm not invested in women's football, but it's England winning. It's like when we won the Rugby World Cup, like when Martin Johnson and Johnny <laughs> Wilkinson, like, I don't know the first thing about rugby, but I was yeah. proud when England won the rugby. Like, that's my level of investment in it. Mm. I, I'm like... I, Yes, our country has won something, you know? I do want to say that even though I don't follow the WNBA, they have a much closer tie-in with the NBA, uh, and I think they do it really well. Like, they'll have WNBA players at All-Star weekends um, involved in events, stuff like that. Mm. Um, They will have quite a lot of cross-promotion between the two, and even the NBA games on Xbox and PlayStation now have WNBA teams on them as well. Um, so it's it, they really are trying to make a push for that there. And I think that could be replicated here. Why not? Yeah, yeah. it could be. Hopefully, just the act of doing really well will, will help do that. Um, yeah. We had this comment earlier on when this when it first went live, because the title is Women's Football is Better Than Men's. Controversial. Um, it said, Women's f- Football Literally Lose to 15-Year-Old Boys. It's from uh, David, which is an interesting comment. That was one game five years ago, a friendly game Bless before uh, a tournament where the U.S. national women's team played against like the academy for some team in Texas and lost. That, that doesn't necessarily mean all 15-year-old boys will be all women footballers. <laughs> that means but it happened once. Thing, <laughs> but, but, but also the thing to remember, though, is like – Genetically, there's a there's there's the difference between men and women in athleticism. Naturally, men would be higher performing, uh, more endurance. I'm just saying, not not I'm not blanketing everyone, but I'm just saying generally. Um, so you can understand where even if they were 15 years old, that they probably are in their physique and whatnot uh, in a better place than than the women who are working their asses off to be the best they, they can be anyway. However, the England women's team would 100% beat oh, the team I support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jill Scott's, to see Jill Scott's reaction to you saying what just happened there. Because uh, she's <laughs> yeah. the one that, if you can't lip read, um, I can tell you what she said very clearly. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I saw that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> clattered by one of the Kevin Matildas. <laughs> Uh, Dark Knight says we have the match on. We don't have the match on anytime it's in the house because when my wife watches it, we lose. So we show our support by not having it on. Clever. I like the way you do that. Mm. That's um, my my great nan used to walk out of the room whenever England were playing because she was convinced that they would lose if they were in the if she was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so she'd go into the kitchen and just ask for updates. <laughs> have they scored? Did someone send them a telegram going? She's out. She's out of the room. You can play now. Come on. Uh, uh, right, Sparky, have you got a news story? Uh, yeah, I do, guys. Um, my news story is, I don't know if you've seen it, one of the most awkward things to happen this week. Uh, Brad, now you're an international rock star on our Patreon. You might uh, find yourself in a similar situation. But did you see the viral video of Noel Gallagher on holiday um, sitting in a restaurant when Wonderwall comes on and the whole restaurant starts 
singing along to his song. <laughs> and let's just say he's not best pleased about it. No, he wasn't, was he? <laughs> I haven't seen that. I've not it's, seen this at all. It's so awkward. It's like, because, you know, and that's the hard thing about being a cool rock star. Like that, like, just join in, Noel. Like, you'll make this oh, people's, yeah. people's lives <laughs> if you just got up and started fully belting it out with them. But it's just like... Do you, oh, it's going to stop in a minute. It's definitely going to stop. Do, do, do you think he felt as awkward as when you're at like a restaurant and all of a sudden the waiters come out with a dessert with them? Happy birthday. <laughs> and you're sitting there whilst everyone else around is looking at you singing happy birthday. And you're like, <laughs> I never thought about that, Brad. He looks like an annoyed teenager who's been trapped in the room with you for two days. When just new GI Friday days come out and sing him happy birthday. Song. Song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a, a restaurant in Finsbury Park. It's called La Porchetta. And they do that every time they do that happy birthday thing. But they come and all the waiters bang the trays with the oh, spoons and stuff. Hey. And sometimes you could be there Friday, Saturday night and they'll do it four or five times. <laughs> I'm starting to think after the second or third, people are going, say it's your birthday, so we get yeah. them to do the thing. Get a free dessert, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, what, what, what are you guys like? Are you like that table, like a few few tables away where you're like, and you join in as well? Or are you just kind of like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, can you guys just hurry up? I'm trying to enjoy my food. Like the first time I might be enthusiastic about it, but like yeah. Jim said, yeah. by the seventh yeah. time in the evening. By the seventh time you're like, for God's sake, just give me the bill so I can get out of here. <laughs> what happened nine months ago? Something <laughs> yeah. must have happened. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else in his birthday, just so we can get all the songs out together, so we can just do all at once, please. Come on, finish. <laughs> But yeah, go and watch that video if you want a cheeky smile this week is watch the video of Noel dying inside, mate. But that's the cost of fame and being one of the biggest sing-along bands of the 90s. I think you hit the nail on the head, though. It's when you set yourself up to be cool or right about everything. Those two things, you can only fall down. It's like the Donald Trump thing. You know, he, he just set himself up. He has to always be right. And so when he's so obviously proved wrong, he just squirms and squirms his way and makes a worse lie about it. And you just think, just laugh it off. Just go, oh, I was wrong. But, and if you know Gallagher, just go, oh, it's my song. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Guys. I don't think Noel Gallagher's ever laughed. No, I don't <laughs> think he has. No. He does look rather upset with life. I interviewed him once. He did not laugh for the whole time I interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried. Uh... And you used to be a comedian. I was going to say, even with all those Gary Delaney jokes you were dropping yeah. in as well, man. I mean... I know. <laughs> Bad news for Gary Delaney. Noel Gallagher doesn't like your jokes. Like your jokes. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack, what's your news story today? Okay, so uh, I might start mine with a bit of trivia. No, I won't. I'll Start with a headline and then I'll do. Okay. Last week, a woman was attacked by a shark off the coast of the UK, uh, which was the first incident of its kind in 175 years. Long time. Yeah, uh, no. She's not. She's not dead. So. Good news. You know. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but do you know when the last death? By shark in UK waters was 175 years. years. Ago? No, 176 years ago. <laughs> no, uh, well, 177 years ago. It's quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, never. I just ne- 66 years ago. 66 huh? years ago. Okay. Now here's the second bit of trivia. 
Can you tell me how they died by shark? Uh, did they have their legs bitten off? They did not. They had their groin bitten off. No, no, no. I bet that, it wasn't that would even be on point water. for this podcast. Um, <laughs> it was in the water. Yeah. Oh, did it fall off? Like, how? Yeah, did it get squashed or something? That's the closest. Um, they were killed by exploding shark. <laughs> what do you mean exploding two people shot? off the coast of cornwall right so there were navy <laughs> divers right who were training in off the coast of cornwall and there was a shark that had been seen and it was starting to like so quite rare anyway and it was starting to pester these navy divers and even like tried to bite one of them at one point so four of them got in a boat and went, right, we're going to sort this shark out. And they started dropping bombs in the water to exp- and then and then turning away from it um, so that it would explode the shark. But what happened is the shark, I don't know, ingested a bomb. And then instead of going away from the boat, it followed the boat and exploded underneath the boat uh, and killed two of the four. Oh, <laughs> wow. You know, you know when they talk about oh. Darwin Awards? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Mind that exploding shark, everybody. <laughs> I, mean, it I, like I don't know who of... okayed that plan. Like, that really does feel like something <laughs> that was always going to backfire. I mean, it seems like it was thought upon the hoof a little bit, doesn't it? It doesn't seem like this is like our natural shark attack tactic is to do this. It's like, Jerry, there's a shark. Oh, I've not written that page. Um, Let's get some <laughs> TNT, buddy. <laughs> bombs. Like, but also, though, who, just carry, who just carries around bombs? Well, they're in like the, the Navy, Navy, so I assume. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, okay, all right. Okay, so they had easy If anyone access, has access to the bomb. But I mean, like that's 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 like misuse of company property, really. I mean, <laughs> unless stackable offence? Unless they were dropping truth bombs on that shark. Ooh. Yeah, all right, Jim, I was, going, I was going down a different route. Baby shark, boom, boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Oh. <laughs> that would be the headline to the story. How many years ago is this, by the way? Again? Six, 66, I think. It's so, okay. so are we all right? We're all right to laugh at people dying if it's 66 <laughs> years ago, aren't we? I think tastefully, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your service. Uh, I think that's what we say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, hey, they I, killed the I, shark. I, so yeah, well, so well done them. <laughs> I went on a um, we went on a boat trip up and down the Thames in London, and we, we went past Oldgate, and the commentary went, "Oh, and this is Oldgate where Jack the Ripper caught, you know, killed however many people," and then there was like a. Com- comedic scream and it's like how soon after something are you allowed to laugh at it because <laughs> there are probably places you could go in the uk where they wouldn't be ready for that right now yes um, <laughs> yeah okay 66 years i think we're, we've worked out you know what i'm disappointed in myself because i did some serious research to find an article for this evening and i did not come across that one <laughs> <laughs> oh god brad what did you come up with it's your turn <laughs> mine is so mild however mine actually is thematic it ties into how you introduced the show it was about yorkshire's rudest places oh okay yorkshire has some of the rudest places uh the names of uh the places which are amazing so um but i didn't realize it was what did you say it was 
Jim. Yorkshire Day. Yorkshire Day. <laughs> of course you realised it was Yorkshire oh. Day. You look at must... all your Yorkshire Day cards. Uh... Father Yorkshire came down the chimney. Father Yorkshire. Hold on. Hold on. Actually, wait, wait, wait. You got a flat cap on. Yes. You hid 20p in the Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you took it right back out again because you're not giving it away. You're not made of money. <laughs> I do have a question, though. What is Yorkshire Day? Like, like because you said it was Yorkshire Boxing Day. Like, what, what is this all well, about? Well, no, that was, uh, I was embellishing a little bit. Oh, okay. Yorkshire, right. Yorkshire Day is a day. It's just one of the, I think every county has its own day, doesn't it? But because Yorkshire's the biggest and uh, the, as the advert used to say, most magnificent county, um, it's nice to say. shout about it a bit louder than many others, including Lancashire. You've got to remember though, Jim, I'm a foreigner. I'm going to take what you say at face value. Oh, yeah, no. And I'm going to use that to my advantage at some point. <laughs> You've exposed the chink in your armor, Brad. It's going to get abused in future episodes, yeah, mate. Yeah, Brad. So uh, we just drop bombs on sharks. So. Yeah, what, what, <laughs> crazy. What? You don't do that in South Africa. Well. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so I just want to quickly just list a couple of the names, which, uh, Jim, I'm sure maybe you might be able to... Uh, verify or deny but there are a couple of names here for places in yorkshire and one of them is penis stone pronounced peniston but yes it is spelled (laughs) oh i'm i'm gonna emphasize this as dirty as i possibly can um yeah Sex is that after my favourite uh, dance actor, CC Penistone. Uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's CC from Peniston. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yes, Sex How, which is um, yeah, on the way to Whitby, if from my house, if you wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Netherthong. Yep, and uh, and have you got the the one that goes with Netherthong as well? There's an uh, upper thong also. Oh, is there? Yeah, near Huddersfield, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Is this not... It's not in this article. What? This is okay. bullshit. They've not interviewed real Yorkshire people. They should have got... No. Involved. He writes a good article. Dadsnet.com, if you'd like to see one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get him in. Um, I mean, this one's brilliant. Crackpot. Yeah. This is, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, who hole? Yeah. Have I don't know ever? where who hole is, but I've heard it, but I don't know where it okay. is. Okay. Wet Wang. Wet Wang, yeah, that's wet a classic. Yeah. 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 I actually pronounced Wet Wang. <laughs> <laughs> joking. Um, and Lumbutts. Lumbutts. Yeah. I mean, like, think like, like what, what went on when, when people naming some places in Yorkshire? Like, was it? I, but I guess back then it probably didn't have any semblance to the, I th- yeah, the connotations I th- I think- we have now. I think they've all got kind of uh, changed over time. But the the one that I mentioned at the start, um, Ticklecock Bridge in Castleford, the the council genuinely um, a, f- a few years ago tried to change it to Tittle, Tickle, tit- no, it was like Tickle Tot or something like that. And the residents got so cross, they wanted it to name, they wanted it to return to Ticklecock. Take it back. <laughs> it's a cock and it'll always be a cock. Don't try and change it. It's, it's like, like, Brad, mad. It's, it's, it's like um, I know, like there's a street just not too far from me in, in Radlett, um, which is, and I know there's a, a, there's a Scottish definition for it, but it's a street called Faggots Close. Right. 
Okay, my uh, my favourite yeah. was when I lived in Birmingham. There was two. There's a place called Minge Lane. Big fan of that, guys. Um, <laughs> and there was a brilliantly uh, placed pub called uh, the Cock Inn at Bell End. So when I used to do that on my travels, it'd <laughs> be like, oh, there's problems at the Cock Inn in Bell End. And uh, I mean, that brought me many a smile while I was doing a travel bulletin on the radio. Thanks for the night. There's a place in Sussex called uh, Upper Dicker. And whenever I saw that, I couldn't help but say, Upper Dicker, hardly know her. Hey. Hey. Uh, Dark Knight says the place in Durham called Pity Me. And uh, I'm presuming this is Paul who sent this one in. He says, Dildo, Newfoundland in Canada. Canada. Oh, sorry, it's, it's Newfoundland, isn't it? I've, I forgot that. It's Newfoundland. And also, um, uh, uh, Paul, whilst you're listening, is it Quebec or Quebec? And how's it going to verify that, by the way? Because <laughs> I've I've heard I've heard a lot of people prefer it to be called Quebec rather than Quebec. Just asking, yeah. uh, asking for a friend. We will find out. We, our Canadian <laughs> correspondent is on it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone have got any other questions for Canada? Paul is listening live right now. Get him in in the comments. I mean, guys. I've I've started watching uh, Canada's Drag Race, so I've got plenty to uh, to to ask. Quebec. So, <laughs> it verified. It's Quebec. And he's French speaking as well, isn't he? So there you go. Uh, there was the answer. That, no one that, need- that other word he's posted, is that French? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think the, you'll uh, find, Paul, it's lassos. All right, mate. Um, um, Lassos. Masculine or feminine. I, I was going to say, how in Yorkshire, how do you pronounce that, Jim? <laughs> well, assholes. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> That's that's what Paul also sent, which I, I I'm not sure if it's a place in Canada or it's just really a, a review of this show. Uh, it could be either. It's fine it's, as long as you give it five stars on Apple. Five stars, and they're all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. On the way next, we'll be answering some big questions of the week from Dadsnet Dads. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Just to uh, to sum up, the reason that Paul sent the word assholes is because that's his thoughts on the people from Quebec. Are we saying Quebec? Yeah, Ke- Quebec. 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 Yeah. So if you're a person from Quebec, bonjour. And, uh, <laughs> bonjour, asshole. <laughs> asshole. Bienvenue à les pères loose. And um... <laughs> may I say once again, these are not the views of Dad's name. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be held responsible for anyone who texts in or for Brad. So let's answer some big questions of the week. The big question of the week. This is where some dads write some questions on the Dadsnet forums and we take some and try to answer them to the best of our abilities. Now, this is going to be tough for a couple of you that you won't have gone through this, but 
you might be able to give a perspective from the other way. So this person says, hey, Dad, my son is going to primary school this month. Every time I think about it or see a picture of him when he was a baby, I get emotional. Is this a normal thing? How did you guys cope when your kids went to school? Now, my kids are at school. Brad's kids are at school. Sparky's and uh, Jack's are not yet. They're still at home ruining our lives. So (laughs) Jake starts in September. Does he? So he's going very soon. Oh, my goodness. So you're actually in this position now. Or yeah, not in yeah, this position I... now. Are you the opposite? You can't <laughs> wait for him to go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on, son. Off you go. Uh, it does feel like it is weirdly emotional. Um, because that's like a real people thing, you know? That's that's like what actual humans do, not babies. Um, and so, yeah, it weirdly emotional i haven't cried yet but i i think i probably will on the morning of when he's there with his book bag and his his jumper and all that or uh, or jack if you're like me because of the scythe telepram you won't even usher out a, a tear possibly like, possibly <laughs> yeah there's that that day when you you drop them off and like they're in the uniform that's about 20 sizes too big so you get the wear out of it and yeah, they go yeah, into yeah. that building and you know, oh my goodness, they're going in there and they're going to be there five days a week. And then you think, oh my God, I'm not paying for childcare anymore. This is amazing. No, I mean, that'll move me to tears, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I had the most trippy experience, right? Was a couple of weeks back was the last time I got to walk Logan into school, into primary school. <gasps> yeah. That felt weird. And what, 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 what killed me, though, for, for parent guilt was I was scheduled to go and actually pick him up as well that same day, but I got called into a last-minute work meeting, so I missed his final pickup from school, mm. like primary school. So, like, that does pain me as well a little bit because I'm like, oh, man, like, I was there for his first drop-off and pickup, and yeah. I was there for his last drop-off, but I wasn't there for the final pickup. Um and it, it it's it's my it blows your mind though because it's like this little human that you've literally spent day in and day out keeping alive and teaching and nourishing is growing up into this independent entity who's needing you less and less on certain things. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's very it, emotional when they come back from school uh, in that reception year and they they tell you stuff that you haven't taught them it's weird or yeah you know, it's like oh my god you've learned that somewhere else how has that happened it's yeah. weird it's strange oh man no, um, now you're making me nervous like <clears throat> that whole yeah you have to share them more like yeah. i guess that, that's yeah. that's part of it you're like oh god if it's any consolation though as jim said when they come back and they teach you that and you go oh man like i i wasn't th- i didn't tell you that um someone else did and then you get homework and then you're like, I can't wait to send you back to school. <laughs> Please don't find the answers. We'd like to know. <laughs> yeah, my son's just finished reception, which is, that feels weird. It feels like it's only 
10 minutes since he started reception mm. and we had this whole thing and then now he's finished and he's going into year one he won't be the youngest in the school and I'll turn up in September and there'll be kids going into reception that look like babies again yeah and he'll look like uh like, you know some kid who knows what he's doing at school because you're always thinking oh how will he know how to go and get his food how will he know what to do and it's I mean it's obvious they show him and you know all <laughs> the other kids are in the same position you know but you think obviously your special little one is the uh, is the one. Did you uh, did you guys ever have this in primary school when you started, or even secondary school, when you were like, let's just say you started in reception or year one? Whenever you looked at the year sixes, did they look huge to you? Like yeah, yeah. age one, and then you get to year six and you're like, we don't look that big. And then you move on to secondary school and it's the same. Sorry, it's the same thing. And it was the same thing with yeah. my kids. Like when I when Logan started reception, I was like, "Oh, he looks so small." And the year sixes, man, they look huge. And then when he gets mm. to year six, I'm like, "Man, they don't look that big." Are they yeah, ready for secondary school? Is, is a tough place. Like, it's yeah, dude, what the hell? But Brad, that that carries on throughout life. You know, as a kid, you your dad, and you go, "There's someone who shit together." And then you become a dad, and you go, <laughs> "So true." Like, do you still do you still get the moments like what a, where you go, oh, I'm a dad. That's my kid. Like, does that still happen <laughs> yeah, like yeah. later on? Because like it's happened this week. I was like, that, that's that's my son. Like I'm, I'm like two and a half years ago, I was a complete ridiculous. Like, I still am. But you know what I mean? Like I was even more <laughs> ridiculous than I am now. I've kept this thing alive. Yeah. Like, that's mine. I yeah, and then you think, oh. oh, I'm going to have to make a decision in a second, and that decision's going to have consequences. Yeah. And I'm going to, can someone else make that decision for me? <laughs> Much easier. Uh, this question says, okay, dads, hit me up. Best recommendations on how to clean sticky, greasy paw prints off TVs. Anyone got any experience from their time as dads? This might help dads with younger kids. You, you must have sticky hands on the telly, Sparky, right? Not just yeah. yours either. Jackson's as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting better at washing my hands, but Jackson still refuses. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the wet wipe is the answer to most things. I mean, even... No! Like, no! <laughs> Never put a wet wipe to an LCD. No! I don't know. It's all right. Like, I'm really... Like, my, I'm not. I've got... I don't know what TV I've got. I'm like, I'm quite into... Just looking at the picture, I don't, I don't know what I use. Uh, Mr. Sheen polish and a oh! you know, <laughs> Mr. Sorry, Brad. Oh! I don't know I'm doing this wrong. Mr. Sheen and uh, one of them, you know, anti-static, dry quick <laughs> things. <laughs> I just use I just use soap and water. <laughs> this doesn't bleach work that's all right isn't it? oh my god oh my god. all right well my we seem to have our take this guy my guy we've, my heart can't take this we've got right. our very own mrs hinch over here so brad <laughs> well no i was gonna say firstly obviously dark knight's got it sussed yeah tv mount that son of a bitch so the kids cannot get anywhere near it yeah, but no, you just that telly on the wall. Definitely. You got to go and get the sort of the ethanol mix that they sell for your screens, right? Uh, because that doesn't break down the LED <laughs> screen itself. Yeah, hose it down. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> no, <laughs> just imagine. Just imagine. Um, and then get uh, which I found has absolutely been amazing the last uh, year or so is a microfiber cloth. 
That, that's, that's My, what I was microfiber cloths are the nuts. They don't scratch your surfaces and they help get them really, really clean. But please, for the love of God, do not take a wet wipe to your screen. Uh, that will damage the screen itself. Quick wipe, no. dry it off after. I mean, it's all right, Brad. No! It's, a lot le- it's a lot less hassle, isn't it? You're, yes. Go and find some ethanol mix. Go and find a microfiber cloth. I'll wash it. Shop at the Ritz. Come on. <laughs> Jackson, go and get my ethanol mix. Don't spill yeah. any on yourself. I've got a TV <laughs> to clean. <laughs> Jackson, go get the hose pipe. We've got to spray that. You've got to get yourself like one of those jet wash things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a TikTok video as well. We are on TikTok, by the way. I mean, I, I've never done anything for it. I don't follow it. And... <laughs> so why should you? Uh, yeah. Please, if you'd like to, it's at Loose Dads. Someone nicked. I wanted to be Bewildered Dad on TikTok, and I've got to be Bewildered Dad 3, because there are two oh. others, apparently, <laughs> which I think is ridiculous, because it's a stupid name, and I, I'm stuck with it, but they didn't have to have it. But, um, yeah, anyway... So I refuse to go on TikTok. I'm, I'm boycotting it. But we're on there, so, you know. You could send us us. the content to put up on the Loose Dads TikTok. Yeah, it could do. Uh, but I'm boycotting my, it. My, so. my, my, my problem, right, is so working in this, this, this industry, I, like, in terms of, like, social media platforms and whatnot, I feel like my face is just too old for TikTok. <laughs> There's probably a filter you could use for that, though. Uh, very true, yeah. <laughs> Plenty available. That's go, it. Back, go back to 18 years old. It's not really 18-year-olds on TikToks. They're all in their 40s, but they've just got... <laughs> 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 Jim sussed it. He sussed it for you. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Right, but we are on there. Follow us on the streams and the things and the internet. It would be great. We really would like to have you there. Go and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash loose dads. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars and whatever you want to say, even if it's just the word arseholes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Although I don't think you'd be allowed to do that. Apple are a bit picky about that sort of thing. Uh, follow us on uh, Spotify and give us a, a, a review as well. And thank you very much for doing all of that. And hello to the Dark Knight, whose 70-year-old dad is on TikTok. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Dark Knight, what is his username or his handle, please? Because I need to see the kind of content that this 70-year-old man is putting out there. Uh, Dark Knight's dad 13, probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much to Sparky. Thanks, gents. Thank you very much to Brad. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you to Jack. Thank you very much. We will be live streaming next Tuesday, 8.30 on the internet, Dad's Net Facebook page and all of that. Uh, Or you can just pick this up wherever you get your podcasts. So we'll see you then. Bye. Don't forget, thank you very much to our executive producer, Connor Snip. That's very, very true. Well done, Ever appreciative, Connor. Thank good you. episode this week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good, good work, Connor. <laughs> well done. <laughs> right, I'm going to press the button now. <laughs> Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.